Hello, coaches. This is Coach Kevin Furtado from Championship Vision. Welcome to the Championship Vision podcast. This is episode 13, and our interview today is with Jason Hansen. He's the creator of Train Limited Apparel. His athletic apparel company started in July 2016. He's a former high school boys coach in Illinois, at Elvarado, Nioga, Casey, Westfield, and Tuopolis. His career record in high school boys basketball is 244 and 138. He won seven regionals and two sectionals in 13 years as a head coach. He is from McLeansboro, Illinois, small rural farming community in southern Illinois, which is the hometown of Jerry Sloan and Carl Mock. His dad was a high school football coach. His brother is a high school coach at Benton, Illinois. He has a wife, Sally, sons, Aza, Eli, excuse me, Eli and Cooper. He always wanted to start an athletic apparel company. He decided to do so after becoming a follower of Jesus Christ in 2016. Train has a retail store online as well as a team store website, which is trainteamsales.com. Let's talk about our sponsors, Championship Productions Incorporated. And I got, I got to tell you, I have, I have purchased so many videos and DVDs from this company for many years. I, I, I first started uh, purchasing videos from uh, Championship Productions uh, when they had VHS, VHS tapes. So that's a long time ago. Uh, Championship Productions produces the world's best basketball instructional videos and DVDs featuring the top basketball coaches and athletes. With an extensive catalog of basketball videos and DVDs produced for basketball coaches, parents, and athletes. Championship Production is internationally recognized as the industry leader in basketball instructional videos, books, and guides, and is regularly distinguished for its first-class customer service. Check out our product descriptions and customer reviews to select the best basketball instructional videos in the world. Click on the Championship Production DVD link and it will take you straight to the basketball video catalog. Listener support. Please donate to my podcast to keep it going. I appreciate your support. At the end, please subscribe or like the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, or Anchor. One final note. My Legends on the Lake Basketball Coaches Clinic will be held on Saturday, September 22nd from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. at Lake Oconee Academy in Greensboro, Georgia. I will have an attached link to the podcast description box for you to register for the clinic. We have nine of the best speakers in the state of Georgia and around the country speaking at this on-court clinic. Make sure you register now. Coaches, I'd like to welcome Mr. Jason Hansen. Hi, Jason. Hey, Kevin. Good. I'm, I'm glad you got connected. I, I know you're a busy man, but thanks again for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, no problem. Hey, um, Hey, thanks again. Uh, 
you know, this is, uh, I, I call our, our, our podcast championship vision. I like to interview some great coaches, uh, people like yourself who are kind of, you're starting your new business. You have a great vision. Um, Hey, tell the audience a little bit about, um, about your background and, uh, were there any coaches or people in your life that had a great impact on you? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of people, um, starting with my, uh, I was adopted at the age of, uh, 15 and my uncle was a teacher and a coach and he's probably had the biggest impact on me. And, uh, he was a high school football coach later became an athletic director and, and coach girls basketball as well. Uh, played for him in football and, you know, he had a, had a really big impact as far as, um, you know, me going into being into education and being a coach. Um, but, uh, basically, you know, the community I was from, basketball was always a huge part of our community and the tradition there. Uh, it was uh, a lot of a lot of guys ended up going into to coaching from that community in large part because of uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but Jerry Sloan is from our hometown, sure. the coach of the Utah Jazz. And sure. it's just a small farming community in southern Illinois. And that's where he's from. And, you know, so that I think that probably had a big impact. You know, I, I didn't know him that well. My parents knew him a little bit and, you know, but uh, just him being from there and the success that he had certainly impacted a lot of uh, other people from from our community going into to coaching. Yeah, of course, it shows how old I am. I, I'm, I'm 54. I definitely remember Sloan more from the Chicago Bulls mm-hmm. uh, and uh, one yeah. word. One word was tough, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, and and I didn't, I didn't remember him playing when I was young. I'm 45, um, but you know, that's that's all that we heard growing up was how how tough Coach Sloan was, and you know, that's really how his teams played as well. So, you know, that really had a big impact on a lot of guys from our community. I think there's something like, oh, I don't know, 15 or 20 people from our community that are head coaches or have been head coaches, you know, and take where most of them are in the state of Illinois. So, you know, not, uh, not too far away, but uh, a lot of those guys have been really good coaches and coached a lot of teams to the state tournament and state titles and things like that. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and I have a couple of questions later. I'm going to ask you about Illinois, um, but I wanted to ask you, we are hosting a legends clinic. I think I told you about on the 22nd of September. Um, I have, you know, a lot of coaches from Georgia listening to this. Um, and um, if they were going to the clinic, or, um, we would love to get some information from the people that listen to me. Uh, anything that you can provide. Tell us a little bit about um, what you can do for the clinic. And I know you, you talked about you can't make it to the clinic, but um, I'm, I'm definitely going to have some coaches there. I would love to see some of your stuff. Yeah. I started a company two years ago called uh, Train Limited, which is an athletic apparel company. Um, I'd always wanted to start an apparel company, um, you know, an athletic apparel company all the way back to college. And due to teaching and coaching and then uh, starting a family, you know, never, never did it. And two years ago, I actually uh, decided it was time to, to actually start it. So we started that. And, and one of the things that we do is, is called train team sales. So we do a lot of athletic apparel within the um, high school, junior high, and even some college, um, you know, athletics. So what I'm planning on doing is sending down, you know, some samples of some shirts for you 
to pass out at your clinic, uh, right. give out in some way, and then also uh, give give some uh, informational cards about us, who we are, you know, the website and what what we can do for um, you know teams. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great companies out there that have great apparel, you know, starting with the biggest ones, you know, uh, Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, et cetera. And um, but we try to try to be a little bit different in that we want to be able to provide, you know, really comparable apparel, but do it at, you know, maybe a, a little bit less expensive price. Because, you know, I'm sure, you know, as a coach that uh, at times budgets are tight and uh, in, even just for families too, not having to spend as much on apparel if, if kids are going to get something uh, is helpful. So that's really what we try to do is, is provide a really good product. And, you know, not have to charge as much as a as a Nike or Under Armour or Adidas because, you know, we're not paying athletes millions of dollars to represent us. So, you know, it's just uh, it's just us and and we can, you know, adjust prices to make it work for people. So, you know, that's really what we try to do. The biggest thing. Yeah. And there's definitely a need for that. We we here at Lake Oconee Academy, we we work with BSN. Uh, We're always trying to fundraise to find ways to pay for things. So I, I definitely, and I believe in companies like yourself, particularly guys who are coaches, because they, under, they understand what we're all going through. Uh, but I think you have a good product there. And I, I really enjoyed meeting you at the, um, the Hoosiers Gym Clinic. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. That was a, that was a great uh, clinic. I, I thought those guys did a heck of a job with, uh, with the speakers and the clinic itself really enjoyed being there. Um, I had actually, yeah, I'd live fairly close to the Indianapolis, you know, and, and the Knightstown where the Hoosier gym is located is just outside Indy. And uh, okay. I only live about two hours away. And so back when I was coaching um, a high school basketball boys team, we took our team over there and practiced. And I thought, you know, it was going to be this great, you know, we were going to have a great practice and it was going to be a really neat experience. And, and it was, but it was more neat because all my kids wanted to do was uh, reenact uh, different parts of Hoosiers rather than actually practice. So <laughs> Exactly. We had a good time, but uh, we didn't really get a get a great practice in, though. Right, right. That that I mean, that place really is a monument. Um, but I, I tell you, it was a lot of fun. And um, I'm, I'm hoping uh, Matt Smith keeps that going. I, I really think it's kind of neat. Hey, Jason, tell me a little bit. Um, you were 13 years as a head coach. You had seven regional and three sectional championships, which is pretty good success over that time. Hey, what were your keys to success when you coached? Well, I, I think uh, I actually coached for a couple years before uh, my wife was from Florida, uh, down in the Orlando area, and we moved down there for five years. So I was a head coach for two years and uh, an assistant coach for two years before we moved down there. And then when I came back, I had the opportunity to coach at a at a pretty good small school here in Illinois, Central Illinois. And I think uh, the the keys for me um, when I came back was you know just realizing that we didn't have to live and die with, you know, every possession and, and every mistake that, you know, if the kids understood that you believed in them and you weren't going to, you know, jerk them out for every little mistake, then it allowed them to play more free and with uh, maybe more confidence. And uh, I think we got better as a team because of that. And then, you know, also uh, just, just learning from coaches around the country that I had the opportunity to meet and go to clinics and things. 
um, and picking up little little tidbits here and there, uh, you know, on how to how to coach a man to man defense or or how to get your guys to post up or, or whatever it is, um, really helped. And and picking those things up over the years, you know, uh, year by year, really really helped me develop as a coach. Yeah, and. Um... You know, again, you know, the, the trans, I guess the transformation of you changing over to a new line of work to me, I, I mean, that, that's so amazing um, because I can't picture, and this is, maybe it's kind of sad on my part. I can't picture myself not coaching, but eventually I'm going to have to stop coaching. Um, <laughs> and I, I really, I really love your story though. I, I love how you just, you, um, you change your careers you know, in your forties, which I think is kind of amazing. Tell us a little bit about that, about how you kind of changed over to basically kind of starting, starting again in a new career. Well, I, I, like, if I go back, you know, I told you I was adopted at the age of 15. So, and I was adopted into a family that everybody was uh, coaches, teachers in the education system. So when I got out of high school, and went into college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do other than I loved athletics and I wanted to coach. I, I, I wanted to do that. Um, so I went into education and coaching. And, I, and while I loved the coaching aspect, teaching was something, honestly, I did so I could coach. You know, I love being a part of the community. I love being part of the school but the day-to-day, you know, education um, part, uh, while I enjoyed the students, that was not what I really wanted. I just, I wanted to coach because I love sports and, and I wanted sure. to be around young people through, through athletics. Um, but I wasn't the, wasn't the best teacher, unfortunately. Um, so, and then my wife stayed home with our young boys uh, for several years and she didn't go back into education until our youngest one was back in or he made it to school. Uh, and I had, uh, while she was staying home, I, we were living on one teacher salary, which I'm sure most of your audience and the, and the people that you know that are uh, teachers and coaches, you know, one, one teacher salary is not really enough to survive on with a family of five. <laughs> You're so, right. You know, unfortunately, uh, it w- wasn't a lot of money. And then also we had, uh, several medical bills from my sons having different types of surgeries. And so between those two things, we ended up uh, deciding for me to get out of education and to go into sales. And I loved what I did. I got to travel across the country on a private jet, um, you know, and, and was in sales, meet a lot of people from all over. And I loved doing it. And that was an outlet for my competitiveness, just like coaching is. And that was something that I didn't anticipate that, you know, I would I would enjoy and and like as much as I did. Fortunately, I was able to go back into coaching. And uh, while I was in the sales position after a couple of years out and really was successful, you know, um, actually with the the sales job that I had, it actually taught me a lot about coaching. And I was more successful as a coach after I went back and was doing that uh, when I wasn't teaching. And, uh, but with, uh, with the business I started two years ago, um, train, it, uh, has grown so much that it, it was time to make a decision in that, did I want to just continue to do it, you know, uh, almost part-time and still coach part-time, or did I want to grow it into something more that could really, you know, make a difference in my family and my son's lives, um, you know, hopefully by being able to provide a, you know, them with the, the, ability to go to college and, and things like that. 
So I decided to step away from coaching. Um, I might go back at some point, but um, running the business has become, you know, almost like coaching for me. And the fact that it's an outlet for my competitiveness, it's an outlet for the drive to be successful. And so I've really enjoyed it. But, you know, I do miss the coaching aspect and I, and I can see myself maybe at some point getting back into coaching at some level. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of, I guess, correlations or a lot of similar similar traits in coaching and business. I, I keep hearing that the more I study, um, I mean, business and coaching, these businesses are really adopting a lot of coaching philosophy. Don't, don't you see that? I mean, there's a lot of similarities. Oh, yeah, absolutely, for sure. I mean, you know, the thing that uh, that really helped me is that, you know, you're not going to be successful, you know, very much of the time. You know, you might you might win a lot of games, but any during any given game, you're probably going to miss more shots than you make. You're probably going to, you know, have turnovers or, um, you know, if you're if you're playing baseball, you're you're not going to get a hit that often. Um, so you're going to have failure more often than not. And in business, especially in the sales that I was in, people told, you no a lot more than they told you yes. And you had to be able to, to accept that and learn how to do it better the next time and and try to, you know, keep your head up and, and still be successful on the on the next attempt. And, you know, for sure, the whole building a team and the motivation of, you know, athletes really translates into business because you know we're that's what we're in the process of doing right now is is building a team and you want to have the right people and the people who buy into what you're doing and you know are going to be there to you know help your uh, other co-workers out and to to play a role in in the success of the business and and that's the same thing that that you do with uh, any team across the country in any sport yeah it's about people not systems huh Oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you've got uh, a ton of different ways to be successful in sports as far as coaching philosophies and, and things like that. Maybe what, what you want to do as far as defense or offense or whatever. But the big thing is, is you want to build relationships with people. And you and if you get them to buy into what you're doing and believe in what what you're selling, that's that's most of the battle right there. Yeah. And, and um, I think we're all in sales. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, we, we got to sell to our players, you know, um, you know, the things that they need and so forth. I mean, that's how you have an impact on people. You got to build those relationships. Hey, let's talk a little Illinois basketball. Cause I, I think Illinois basketball. Now my, my director of the school here played for Illinois, uh, Otho Tucker, and he uh, gets drafted by Boston. I hear, so much about Illinois basketball, <laughs> but I know it's, I lived in Kentucky for a little while. And, um, I know there's some great players coming out of Illinois, Mark Aguirre from Westinghouse, Cliff Alexander from Curry, Nick Anderson from Simeon. Those are, I mean, Illinois is big. Give me perspective on Illinois basketball and the tradition of it. Uh, I, honestly, I mean, I, I think that Illinois basketball is good as any state in the country, as far as the, the players and the talent that have come out of Illinois. Um, I know Indiana has been really good. Kentucky has been really good, you know, and there's other, other locations, but, uh, over the, you know, the, the span of the decades of basketball in, in the U S 
Illinois has had a tremendous amount of talent and players come out of, you know, and, and not just the, you know, the city of Chicago, but the, the smaller cities and in the St. Louis area, but then in even the small farming communities have had a lot of players come out of Illinois and go on and be successful. And I think it's just, it's just a thing where, you know, you're in Georgia. I'm sure that's the same way with football down there and football in Florida Etc. Well, that's that's what basketball is like here. Is that kids just grow up wanting to wanting to play, wanting to be successful, and really work hard at their game. And then I think there's a, there's been a tremendous amount of really good coaches across the state that you know because the talent's so good, you've got to be a good coach to be able to to coach against all that talent. And so coaches have been you know really good as well. Um, you know, and I I mean I. Illinois, unfortunately, the the University of Illinois hasn't been as good as what we would like, and and that's always been uh, been tough as a as a person that lives in the state of Illinois, is that there's so much talent here, and yet Illinois, you know, hasn't been as good as maybe what people think it, it should have been with all the talent. Yeah, and I just think I think it's really underrated. I mean, I just because you talk about everybody talks about New York and. Even now, Georgia, I mean, the, the athletes that come out of here and, uh, of course, Kentucky and Indiana, I just think maybe because I've just I, I know people from the state. There are some. The only thing I think that's holding us back is maybe the, you, uh, college from Illinois winning a national champion. I think it's up and coming. Um, and I think the new I guess it's uh, Brad Underwood, right? From mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think something's going to happen eventually. Cause I, I just think there's too much talent in your state. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what a lot of people think. And, and that's what, that's what, as an Illinois fan, that's what I hope. And, and we've been really good at times. I mean, we're, we've been had several good teams and made it to the final four several times. And there's, you know, had several opportunities and unfortunately haven't got it done, but I think coach Underwood is doing a good job. And I hope that uh, he continues to, you know, move the program in the right direction. And as, as far as the talent, I mean, I think if you look any given year, um, there's probably as as many or more, you know, Div- Division One players coming out of Illinois as there are anywhere, and that's probably the biggest, uh, you know, uh, factor as far as whether or not a, a state has much talent is is where are those players going and playing, and and we have a lot that go across the country to the ACC, the SEC, you know, the Big Twelve, the Big Ten, you know, really just about every league. Yeah, Georgia is the same way. I graduated from Georgia, and the best Georgia basketball players are going elsewhere. They're not. They're not coming to UGA. They're not coming to Georgia Tech. They're going to Kentucky and all these other schools. It's amazing how that. Maybe they just want to get out of the state. Um, I think that's the key for both of our states. I think. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, um, now my podcast is about. I mean, I love talking to guys like you who have a great vision and a are really trying to build something because I always feel like I'm trying to build. Um, Tell me if I was a coach, of course, I'm interested in your company for team sales. Tell me what, what do you offer? And you mentioned the price. What do you offer for coaches out there that if they want to contact you, your product, what kind of product you have, you know, why is it, why is it better than maybe, you know, another company? Well, I, I will say this is because, um, 
whenever I was a coach and I would go and try to source apparel from a BSN or East Bay or uh, a local company that we, you know, do camp shirts or things like that. And, you know, we would always get these, you know, the same stuff, uh, Gildan shirt or other cheap shirts, because, you know, we, we didn't have the money to maybe go and get the nicer stuff like a Nike or an Under Armour or Adidas, you know, they're, they're nicer shirts. And so a couple of years ago, I started in, it's actually about almost three years ago, I started CrossFit. And then I, through CrossFit, I was exposed to all these uh, different options of manufacturers that made different types of apparel. And that's really when I got the idea that I can, I can take that apparel and expose that to team sports or high school coaches and offer them a better product, a, a, Uh, more comfortable, a better fitting product than what they're getting from, you know, their, their local companies or BSN or whoever and do it at, at a very comparable price and certainly a better price than what, you know, if they're going to have to go out and get a a Nike or Under Armour or Adidas shirt, a better price than that. And, and really we get told over and over again, this is now my favorite shirt. I, I love this shirt. I'm, I wear this more than any, any other shirt I own. And I was the same way because my, my drawer was full of cheap camp shirts and then also some Nike Under Armour Adidas shirts. I, after, I, after we started the company, I thought, you know, I really like these shirts. This is all I wear. I got rid of all my other shirts because I, I don't wear them, you know. And it's not just because I make these shirts now. It's because these shirts are just more comfortable and are better better products yeah and yours is more t- I, I know i i i, I have one um but uh is it more is it a dry fit i know it's very very comfortable tell me about the actual shirt that you have that's different um, we offer several different different types of t-shirts long sleeves hoodies etc and all of our shirts are some sort of blend so we either do a 50, 50, 52, 48, you know, 65, 35, but some sort of poly cotton blend or even uh, poly cotton and rayon blend. So like a tri blend shirt. So f- that's the first thing that we do is we don't, we don't really offer a hundred percent cotton because number one, hundred percent cotton shirts typically shrink. Oh, they uh, shrink. They, yeah. They typically yeah. don't feel a, as nice as, um, you know, a blend. Uh, they're typically heavier than those types of shirts. So that's what we use. And we want to make sure that every time we put a shirt on somebody's back, that it's, it's right up there at the top of the list as far as the most comfortable, the best fitting shirt that they have. And, um, you know, we do that with our, with our other apparel as well, as far as our, you know, hoodies, zip ups, quarter zips, et cetera. We're in the process. Yeah. So you, of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, coach. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that uh, we're actually, you know, we've sourced all this from different manufacturers and we're, we're trying to get to the point to where we have all of our apparel manufactured with one company so we can, you know, uh, control it a little bit better. But that, that's our goal with all of our product is, is to provide the best fitting, most comfortable piece of apparel that, you know, the coach or the player has. And, and if we can do that and we can do it at a better price, then I think it's a win-win for everybody. Well, I tell you, you're talking to the right coach because right now we're, we deal with BSN. My, our, at our school, our kids have to pay for their, you know, their team package, you know, a, a team shirt, you know, our warm up, you know, our hoodie, 
are, are all that. I want to get some, I want to really check with you. I'm really, I would love to get some pricing and all that. Um, Cause we do BSN man. it's expensive. Our package is like, I mean, it's like 300 bucks coach. I mean, Oh my goodness. I mean, now we live in actually in a, you know, you know, upper middle-class area, but still 300 bucks. I mean, that's a lot. That is, that is a lot. And you know, that's, that's really what we want to do. And that's not why, that's the way our, our business is growing right now is because we've given people another option and, you know, we've either given them better apparel at a better price um, or, you know, we've, we've given them comparable apparel at a better price, you know? And so if we can do that, then, you know, I think coaches, as they, as they find out about us and what we can do for them, then, you know, I, I, our business continues to grow. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get an email from me. What we And so um, I sure appreciate that. Um, hey, just, you know, I know a couple more questions. Hey, I, I know I love small town communities. I was very fortunate. Um, well, I didn't grow up in one. I grew up in big San Jose, California, but um I love working in small communities and I know that you grew up in a small town community. And I know that your dad, your brother, all coach, um, tell us about growing up in a small community that affects you today. Oh, man. I mean, it, it, it affects you any, anytime, you know, somebody grows up in any type of a, a community, that's something that they're going to carry with them all their life. And, you know, for me, it was the fact that we knew everybody in the town. Uh, you know, there wasn't anybody that we didn't know. I mean, there, it, and when you go down the street, you know, people were addressing you by your name and things. And so that's something that I've carried with me all my life, even though I've lived in bigger communities is to, you know, really try to um, build relationships with people. And so, you know, and, and that's harder to do sometimes in bigger communities because there's so many more people but uh, for sure, that's that's probably the biggest thing. And the fact that, you know, it's almost like a, a, a biblical principle in that, you know, to love your neighbor, um, people in the in the small communities, because they have those relationships, they're there to help each other, you know, through thick and thin. And, um, you know, that's something that that I still try to do to this day. Yeah, if we can transfer that over to the to the big cities. Wouldn't that be, I know you, sometimes you can't, but I mean, just the effect that you can actually go over to your neighbor's house. I, I think a lot of people don't even know who their neighbors are. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, um, yeah. but um, I love that in small towns, everybody knows each other. Um, hey, one last piece of advice. If you were wanting to help out a coach or even a coach that's interested in starting his own business, uh, what piece of advice can you give? And then tell us how our listeners can get a hold of you, whether that's social media, email, anything like that. Uh, as far as a piece of advice, I mean, I'm, I don't know that I'd be the right guy to give anybody any advice because, uh, you know, I've made so many mistakes. But I would say that, you know, if you have a dream or, you know, you have a passion or a calling, uh, and for me, uh, that I, I believe, you know, I was shown that by God, that this is what I was supposed to do. So that's why I decided to to go into it full force and give 100 percent and to do it. And, you know, uh, we started I left my sales job two years ago, October 1st, 2016. 
and we actually just took our first paycheck from the company in August of 2018. So it was almost two years before we actually took a paycheck from our company, but it was the best two years of my working life I've ever had. And I've enjoyed it so much more because I, I knew it's what I should be doing and have a passion for it. So if there's anybody out there that, that is thinking along those lines, I would encourage you to do it. Um, you know, maybe not like I did because I probably shouldn't have left my sales job and just started a hundred percent into this. But, you know, even if you get started small and then go into, you know, more over time, I would encourage you to do that. And so as far as getting in touch with me, uh, we have a website it's gotrain.com. So it's G O T R E I G N.com. And then our other website for team sales is just train team sales.com. And again, train is spelled T R E I G N and then team sales.com. And uh, if anybody wants to email me, it's just my email, Jason uh, at gotrain.com, or you're more than welcome to text or call. My number is 321-890-7270. Yeah. And that's great. And um, Jason, I appreciate that. Actually great advice. Cause I know there's a lot of people out there that would, um, that are looking for, and I know you had a calling and I appreciate you um, sharing with us and uh, we're going to have uh, great products hopefully at our clinic and I, I do recommend, I think I had a great what's going on continue on relationship so thank you so much I appreciate it my friend I appreciate it, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me, man. Thank you. Bye. Hey, coaches, what a great interview with uh, Jason Hansen. Uh, I always love interviewing people that have a great vision. Um, as you heard, uh, Jason um, got away from coaching and uh, started his own business. <clears throat> and, um, you know, really, I I'm just impressed how he – uh, he had a family, he had a great, um, and it was a big risk, but he had tremendous drive and passion um, to start his Go Train, uh, Go Train apparel business. And um, I, I just love what he's doing on that. He has some really interesting points. I love the points about growing up in a small town. I think that's really, um, we forget how important that is to the family community. And those are things that I know I try to build here is almost that small town where we are not quite a small town, but we want to have that mentality of a small town, small family. And I just, I just really love that, how the impact that people in his life had in his community that's making him successful today in his drive and his passion. Um, I do highly recommend uh, contacting Jason because I'm going to do the same as far as uh, your team apparel. I think he's going to give you some great service, going to give you a great price. And um, I think he's got some really good quality product. Uh, I've worn uh, one of his shirts that he had, um, and it's very, this is great material. So, coaches, um, I really enjoyed this podcast, and hopefully, you'll tune in for the next one coming up. Make sure you subscribe or like the podcast. And um, if you have any questions, you can contact me at uh, FurtadoK57 at gmail.com. Coaches, thank you so much, and continue your championship vision. Thank you.